why what is it with these girls in G sleazy? I do not understand it. <laughs> I I actually understood it with Halsey. I'll say that. <laughs> Did you understand it with Megan the Stallion? Oh, that was cursed. But then, did you see that video that resurfaced though? Where yeah, where he was like basically denied him. If you're black and you're a woman and you're listening to this, stay away from G Sleazy, okay? I think it's safe to say that things are not great in core. I think we can round up and say things are pretty fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) Month two in quarantine and Peyton and I are still here every single week battling our demons to give you the content that you're all begging for. We live to serve, honestly. So yeah, we're pushing through our own personal demons to help you through yours because we care. And we're still recording from our separate apartments. To be clear, I haven't seen Peyton in two months. So I hope you look, I'm assuming you look gorgeous. I do I not. Actually, I actually do today. Somehow, some way I do. <laughs> we love that. On my end, it's not looking great. But um, shall we begin? Uh, let's do it. I'm Peyton Dix. And I'm Justin Moran. And this is Internet-y, where each week we break down all the celebrity stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. Justin, how are you doing? I mean, based on that difficult intro, not well, but that's no surprise to anyone who's listening to this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, granted, we did have to do that a few times, so whatever you just heard, just keep pushing through, okay? I promise (laughs) it'll get better. (laughs) How are you doing? You know, I'm not great. (laughs) You said you're looking cute today. I do look really good, actually. For some reason, I did this, like, overpriced Origins mask last night. So like in, I don't know if it's like placebo or I'm actually beautiful, but I'm feeling really on the outside snatched today. And that's more important than the inside. And you're right, actually. It really helps motivate the inside to catch up with the outside. Right. I love (laughs) that. That's how I'm working through. Why don't we get into your pit for this week? Let's start in a a dark place. Yeah, I want to end on a high. So you know what? Let's, Let's get this shit out of the way. But my pit, which is a very hard pill to swallow, it's very hard for me to even say out loud, is that Jeff Bezos is set to become the world's first trillionaire, not to be mistaken with a billionaire, which is already um, too much money, but a trillionaire. God, it is not the time to claim that space. It really isn't. And also I love when he like does these like million dollar donations. People are like, wow. And then everyone's like, no, 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 no. That's the equivalent of like your broke ass giving like a hundred bucks. Like it is a bare minimum. Like right. don't, don't get it twisted. <laughs> That's the equivalent of you dropping in a quarter to like the shaking cup on the streets of New York City. Literally, like, don't think you're special. He's doing the bare minimum. And also it's like, I mean, of course, like more Amazon orders are happening right now. I mean, I would hope that we like put in more work to like support smaller businesses that yes, are not going to have two day shipping, but like, it's just fucked up. Anyway, I can't wait to eat the rich. I'm going to be so full and so fed and I'm saving him for last. (laughs) Dessert, baby. Jeff Bezos. Wait, who are you going to eat when when we have to eat the rich? Oh, my God. Um, Shit. Who who am I going to eat? Who's rich? Everyone but us. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I couldn't even name a name of a single, I don't know, a single person who's rich. (laughs) Like, they're not in my my community. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I don't know, like, Elon Musk? 
Oh, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll probably. You probably taste like batteries, though. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I will say I'm not hungry for the rich, but I would like them all dead. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, so Justin, that leads me to you and your pit. Oh God, my pit's a little bit more lighthearted and actually maybe darker if you really think about it. It's back to our girl Britney Spears Instagram feed, which occasionally gives us light. But it also gives us darkness. And I like the pause that you took after that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what else does it give us? No, like yesterday she gave us that inspirational quote, better an oops than a what if. That really pushed me through two more hours of quarantine. <laughs> but a little bit before that, she posted about her weird experience with bangs. And bangs obviously are a big topic under quarantine. The girls are wondering, should I get quarantine bangs? Should I not get quarantine bangs? I actually, as someone who got bangs like maybe four months ago, it really did change my life. So the answer to that question is yes, get the quarantine bangs. But for Britney Spears, she talks about how she always felt like an ugly duckling in the South and that she was so nervous to expose her forehead and it like made her feel so ugly and all this shit. And so she's like, basically, um, she says, when I pull my bangs in front of my head, I feel like I'm protected, almost like I'm in third grade again. Wow. Isn't that, that dark? Yeah, that one hurt, actually. She also talks about how, okay, I'm like reading the caption now just to refresh my memory, which is not that great these days. She said that she met with a modeling agency, but she wasn't pretty enough. So she went home and said, maybe I can be like the older girls and show my forehead. Oh my God. I know. So clearly. Hunter Harris has to deal with all the time. Who? Hunter. She's always talking about her forehead. Oh, actually, as someone with a helicopter landing platform forehead, similar similar to Rihanna's, similar to Hunter's, I actually completely understand. You're like, you know what? I actually feel seen and thank you. Wait, yeah. Actually, this might be my my peak for the week. Yeah, wait. I love the way you pivoted that. Good for you. I really just worked through my own self-hate on this podcast. Thank you, Peyton. You're welcome. You're you're welcome. That was actually all my work. (laughs) Okay, wait. So, peaks. Peyton, give us your peak for the week. Okay, actually, my peak for the week is this little meme that's been going around on Twitter that's just, like, my plans versus 2020. Um, And at first, the ones I saw were very, like, earnest, which I was like, okay, shut up. Like, people posting, actually, about, like, their literal plans to, like, go to Hawaii, even though those are my literal plans. (laughs) Surprise, it was me being earnest. Just kidding. But um, the ones that really blew my back out were... (laughs) one that was like a line of nice wigs and then it 2020 being Tyler Perry and like if you know you know and I really don't want to have to explain that but like just just look up wigs Tyler Perry and the truth will set you free another like classic but Caucasian one was um sorry wait what's that guy's name um that fine one who's not gay somehow but he played gay in Devil Wears Prada oh Stanley Another classic one was Stanley Tucci being my plans, um, specifically Stanley Tucci and the Devil's Worth, Devil Wears Prada when he's like about to get what he thinks is a huge promotion from Meryl Streep's character. But instead, in order to save herself, she gives it to like whatever the other woman's name is. And that who that's who's 2020. That was a really bad explaining of that, but I don't care. Oh Just look at The thing that I'm fixated on is if it gets cut from this podcast, you telling me that Stanley Tucci isn't gay. 
Oh my god, no, he's married to Emily Blunt's sister, actually. <laughs> oh, for some reason I thought he was. Maybe he just ends up in the in like all the gayest movies. Like he was also in Burlesque. Yes, yes. Oh my god, classic film. Yeah, thank is that you. On Netflix? Um, it actually is, yeah. Oh, let's ride. Okay, those are my plans you, tonight. Not no. let's ride to Burlesque. <laughs> god. Burlesque was iconic. No, <laughs> okay, I know. wait. This last one it is so good and literally for some reason this one i was like wheezing crying laughing at and it only had like 32 likes but it was anna sophia rob in bridge to arbethia and justin did you watch bridge to arbethia no or read it wait or? no what is that oh my god it's just like Oh wait, 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 wait! I'm I'm looking it up. Oh, I absolutely have seen Bridge to Terabithia. God, this nerdy shit. We really were raised on some nerd shit. Yeah, we were raised, um, unfortunately, right because we were raised <laughs> on. <the nerd. laughs> but it's like Anna Sophia Rob alive, and then swipes to like this rope broken, <laughs> which, which is how she died. Oh my god. <laughs> And it's so, it's so niche and it's so dark and I've never felt more seen in my life. Wow. Well, I love that so, for you. Thank you. I needed, I needed some save, some saving. Brittany's, Brittany's bangs made me feel seen and Bridge to Terabithia made you feel seen. And that, and that checks out. And actually. that says a lot about our um, personalities. Yeah. Okay. What was your peak? My peak is Kate Beckinsale's cat on Instagram. <laughs> Say more. I want to be clear that I am not a cat person and have no intention of being a cat person. But Kate Beckinsale posted this video of her like petting her cat and combing it on what looks like the island in her kitchen. And she's like whispering to it. It looks like she's doing some witchy voodoo shit. And the cat just wants nothing to do with it. It looks so fucking pissed. The cat's like really scary. It is so scary. I'm watching it again and I'm like, what is she talking? Like, what is she saying to the cat? She's like speaking in tongues. (laughs) And that checks out for her. (laughs) That checks out for her. My fun random fact about Kate Beckinsale is that she like toured my high school. Of course. And I don't think her daughter like got in. Her daughter didn't get in? No. Oh my God. God, your high school, it was a cursed place. You're telling me, bitch. Like we did have a whole episode just dedicated to your high school. Shout out to Marlboro School, by the way. And Bridge to Arabia. (laughs) Wait, but I have to say also that the cat... The cat got a second appearance on Kate Beckinsale's grid, which is probably prime real estate as far as cat cats go. <laughs> All the cats are dying to get on Kate yeah. <laughs> So this cat landed the second slot and she made an actual like cardboard army tank out of Amazon Prime boxes with the cat in it and a sign that says the bitch is back. Oh my god. And that's when you know that we've all reached some we've reached a place in quarantine that we never thought we would get to. Yeah. I might have to log off after that one. <laughs> I'm, and I'm begging you to, in fact. But don't worry, we're not. Because <laughs> we're about to go into our deep dive of the week. As we have seen with all the drama in quarantine and the extreme rise of babies, quarantine has also proven to be a true test of whether or not a relationship will last. And so far, it is not looking good for, I'll I'll say, pretty much anyone. And I know that this week in particular that there is a breakup that is personally devastating Peyton. You know what? 
please respect my privacy during this very difficult time. All right. I'm working through a lot of things and um, I hope to be okay by next week. (laughs) But (laughs) yeah, I think it's actually really, before we get into it, it's so interesting that I feel like this, Jess and I were just talking off book about this, AKA like really getting into the shit. Y'all are getting surface stuff for today. Sorry about it. (laughs) But it really like shows, it just emphasizes everything that's like kind of already there, you know? So I feel like we're either about to see, as we have been, a lot more people breaking up and then a lot more people fucking and getting pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Like it's either because this situation is so extreme and you've been locking down with key people either your relationship will like blossom or it'll go the complete opposite end. And it's actually a test of if you've been being like honest and communicative with your partner pre-quarantine, because if you weren't, then clearly the things that you were holding inside are probably not being held inside when you're literally inside with that person 24 seven. Yeah. So basically what we're saying is like, Justin and I are therapists now. And like, if you need help, like we are available. Um, so, so basically we're trained professionals anyway let's just get into it starting with the hardest one and i'm gonna ask you to explain this one i'm gonna make you go through the emotional labor not only because i know you want to secretly but you are the expert <laughs> and you know what i'll say thank you to that <laughs> i'll say thank you okay ashley and Kara and their bad roots have finally called it quits it It's been a ride for sure, considering Ashley Benson, I didn't even know was queer until she started dating Cara Delevingne. And like Cara Delevingne has dated everyone. And so like, I was really ready for this to be more like a Miley and um, Caitlyn situation. Like that's what I, that's what I thought I was getting out of this. And then like, look at them now, they've given like really lovely interviews about each other where like, Ashley is like, Cara makes me a better person and vice versa. Cara says that about Ashley. It's so, I was like, okay, I'm in it for the long haul. And then I definitely was in it the day that they very purposely got photographed by paparazzi carrying that sex swing into their apartment. (laughs) That's when I knew they were with the shits, you know? Oh my God. So anyway, my emotional development in the relationship was, was deep and was true. And the fucked up part is, Yes, breakups are tough and that's hard, but Cara, I mean, not Cara Delevingne, sorry. Whoops, I was about to start a rumor. Ashley Benson, I mix up white girls left and right, look at me, um, was caught making out, I guess, with, um, what's up? G-Sleazy. 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 Oh. Which, why, what is it with these girls in G-Sleazy? I do not understand it. <laughs> I, I actually understood it with Halsey. I'll say that. <laughs> Did you understand it with Megan the Stallion? Oh, that was cursed. But then did you see that video that resurfaced though where Yeah, where she was like basically denied him? She said, uh-uh, honey, you got the raw she said, I'm black. I don't know what you think you about to do. I know. She really she she corrected her, she course corrected in that one moment. Yeah, maybe maybe God. he thought he had a chance because Halsey is half black and he was like, I got close and no black woman. If you're black and you're a woman and you're listening to this, stay away from G Sleazy, okay? Please. Honestly, just if you're a woman, stay away. If you're a person, stay away from him. Some people think he's really hot. What? In what state? Uh, 
literally okay i'm gonna i'm gonna call her out just because i know that i can sandra song literally <sighs> thinks that she, sandra song who's been on this podcast who we love dearly who is papers night editor thinks g easy is hot and i'm gonna respectfully disagree with her publicly on this podcast as i have done privately with her but <laughs> i guess that i guess that ashley benson and sandra song and megan the stallion at one point and halsey have all been down for g sleazy i'm 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 not surprised i'll come clean <laughs> i was like that actually seems like the one someone that would be exactly up sandra's alley <laughs> Well, I hope, Peyton, that you're emotionally coping with this, but I will say that it's an opportunity for you to get in that that sex swing with Kara. I don't know if that's actually my truth, to be honest. Oh my god, really? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say no. I'm not an idiot. I'm a whore. <laughs> like, if Kara Delevingne was at my door with the sex swing, and she's like, what's good? Like, I'm not gonna be like, hey, can you come back another time? Like, Right. We're going to do reschedule this. Yeah. Like, but I, she's not like at the top of my list of like lesbians for me is the truth. But she is, them together just grew on me a lot, you know? Right. I think if Kara showed up at my door with a sex swing, I also would say, sure, come on in. I actually, I can see that more for you than me is the truth. (laughs) (laughs) In the end, in the twist. (laughs) Okay. Next breakup, Justin. All right, so Mary-Kate had a quote-unquote emergency divorce to Olivier Sarkozy, which if you don't know anything about Olivier, and I don't know much, that name sounds rich, and he is in fact a very, very rich man. And very tall. So tall, but also Mary-Kate's really short, so we know neither of us have seen them together in person, so it's unclear if he's really tall or she's really short, or it's a combination of the two. Probably a combination, but it is very jarring looking at them, and not even the age difference for me, because that made sense for Mary-Kate. Like, no one was surprised, the same way no one was surprised when they saw her wearing a glove and smoking a cigarette, even though that makes no sense. <laughs> right. And you and also- going to your lips, right? <laughs> And she also, in that same picture with the glove and the cigarette, had her what looked like a crock bag on the like the sidewalk of New York City. Yeah, that infamous expensive ass bag. But I won't even I won't even put my like my Amazon like fanny pack on the New York City sidewalk. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say your Telfar for some reason, and I was just I, to be well, like, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't even put my Telfar on the floor. <laughs> But yeah, that divorce, I mean, granted for clarity, I think she requested an emergency divorce and got denied. <laughs> right, because it's like the, the city the city was like, sorry, we're way too busy to accommodate your emergency they were like, divorce. This is what we would call not an emergency divorce. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they were like, Mary Kate, look me in the idea. <laughs> but it basically she I think she was just like nervous for, that he was gonna throw her stuff out. Um, yeah and which is fair i mean and i'm sure she has only expensive things well because and she was nervous because apparently she received a message from sarkozy's team not sarkozy himself that she has to be out of the couple's shared apartment by may 18th which was uh monday monday of this week so i think if if you got a message from your significant other aka your husband's team that, that you needed to be out of the apartment you would probably get a little nervous too that's fair i mean like sad but also, I I think she I think she has somewhere to go. I think she has somewhere to go. She definitely has somewhere to go. Which because I'm looking up their net worth now, and Sarkozy, Sarkozy, is that his name? Sarkozy, Pierre Olivier Sarkozy is worth sixty million, oh. which is impressive. But 
Mary Kate and Ashley combined are worth five hundred million, according to Celebrity Net Worth. And that's cooler. <laughs> that is cooler. Damn. Well, I so know. I guess we're adding them to the list so people will have to eat. <laughs> Wait. No, I want to have dinner with them. I think I I kind of want to keep them alive. No. Um. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mary Kate and Mary Kate Ashley, but Mister Olivier. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Mary-Kate Natalie, welcome to the table, but we will all together eat Olivier Sarkozy. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay, deal. All right, next up on this, we have more to go, so lots of breakups. We weren't kidding when we said that there were a ton. Just like there are a ton of babies, everyone's breaking up. Next up, most recently, actually, I think that it happened, like, this week, was Megan Fox and Brian Greene. And, like, to be clear... Very hetero. So, like, Justin and I have very little interest in this particular breakup, but I do have a lot of queer interest in Megan Fox. <laughs> I know. I'm, like, ferociously Googling Brian Green. Yeah. Couldn't tell you who he is. Like, I had to look him up, too. He was on 90210, but that's, like, just our age showing. But if that makes me feel any younger, I'll take it. I don't care. So if someone's listening to this and rolling their eyes, being like, how do these kids not know who Brian Green is? Well, it's because we're of the youth. So <laughs> I'm holding on to that as long as I can. But what is kind of nice about them to me is that like he's so vanilla. Like he's right. so basic and she kind of is like into basic boys and that's that's fun. Well, I will say that I thought you were going in a different direction because oh, I think that she is a, better off alone because she's so hot, similar to how Mary-Kate's better off alone. But she's reportedly been hooking up with Machine Gun Kelly, which seems like quite a, a difference from Brian Austin Green. Right. See, I chose to look at the path road less taken. Is that the saying? I don't know. Path less traveled. Whatever. Clearly, I don't take that road often. But um, I'm kind of hoping that that's just a rumor and not actually true. Because he seems like he smells bad. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, absolutely. That's my only issue. Yeah. No, he absolutely smells bad. So, but I kind of think like maybe Megan Fox, she's had a husband. She's like feeling solo. She's probably like, let me go for that stinky fake blonde boy with the tattoos in a shitty Vegas residency. He's a Vegas residency? Yes. When I was going to Vegas, I would see his face all over the billboards. And it adds up if you think about it. Oh, yeah, I guess. But I guess I also feel sad, though, because they were together for, like, 10 years and had, like, three kids. And oh, like, shit, really? Yeah, they were together for oh. a long time. And iconically, oh, my God, I can't believe I almost didn't mention this. Iconically, Megan Fox used to wear, like, their son's little, like, Transformer t-shirts, which was, like, everyone would, like, put it together. Like, wait, did we just see this shirt on her child? Um like a few months ago and she was like yep <laughs> like, oh my god top top because she's a bad bitch i was like i love that Why? i could see her going through her son's drawer and was like all right cute as a crop top cute as like a short short <laughs> like, this right? is honestly, honestly us as parents yeah wait like i if i'm not as skinny as my eight-year-old child then i'm calling it <laughs> But I'm divorcing my husband and, and gonna go make out with Machine Gun Kelly. Exactly. Okay, next up in hetero breakups. So Channing Tatum and Jesse J have reportedly broken up again. Which, again? Right. I actually, as someone who is only a fan of Jesse J's um, 
Well, let me take that back. Let me say a few songs in Jesse J's discography, not Jesse J's career at large, and a fan of Channing Tatum's work as a, a stripper. I don't know much about their relationship together. I actually will say it. I'll be the first. I'm actually not the first. I'm probably like the last to say this, but Channing Tatum and Jesse J are not it. Like I never got over Channing Tatum and his ex-wife, um, what was her name? Jenna Dewan, the girl that was in Step Up With Him. And they like danced together so hot and she did that like pony oh, lip sync yeah. and like had I'm just gay. I'm just thinking about her grinding on him like with her snapback and her sweatpants and stuff. So that's where I'm at with my head. So it's hard for me to it's hard for me to put Channing Tatum and Jesse J together. Is my theory. You're like I loved picturing the other couple Channing Tatum and whatever that girl's name was because I lo- I wanted to be the- with that yeah girl. and now you can't picture it with Jesse like, I don't want to threesome with saying? Channing and Jesse J I want to threesome with Channing and Jenna and for that specific very personal reason I can't stand that's them fair I saw them once up close and personal at a party Grammys weekend like at a Grammys after party I think it was the Republic Records party and they were kind of like clearly the like hot really? celebrity couple of the night and everyone treated them that way and. Yeah, I know. It was kind of like, if they're the hot celebrity couple of the night, there aren't really that big of celebrities there. But um, but, uh, but they seemed healthy. Like, they were really, you know, a couple. A couple couple. But I do want to pick your brain for a second, Justin. What do you think about couples that, like, break up and get back together over and over again? Hmm. I mean, I actually think it's probably... I kind of think, like, maybe one time... One, one breakup, one get back together. And I think if you br- get back together... Wait. Sorry, let me actually, I'm thinking of my own personal experience. <laughs> um, I think if you break up with someone and get back together with them and then break up again, chances are it's not going to work. Right? Yeah, I agree. I think you, I think you were onto something though with like, like a one-time rule. Like very yeah, I think it's a one-time rule. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice. I've got to pack my bags and move out of your apartment. Right. I think there's something to be said about like different getting back together at different times in your life. Like if you broke up in your early 20s and you somehow reconnect in your 30s and your life is completely different, like maybe then it's fine and you're trying to make it work like after becoming a completely different person. But if this is happening in the course of a few months, I think there's a problem. Yeah. And I think like that's what we're gonna see in Miss Quarantine. Yeah, yeah. Miss Rona is really gonna bring the best out of us and our wants and needs. <laughs> I think also if you're breaking up with someone a lot, you might just you should probably just have a conversation about maybe having an open relationship. Or or you could just break up. <laughs> or you could just break up. <laughs> Peyton's like, let's choose the healthy route. I'm gonna say like, cut that leg off or whatever right and to be clear we're only a few months into 2020 and in addition to the breakups that we just went through we also lost lily rose and timmy or should i say that we gained timmy and jeffree star and nathan who if you'll listen a few episodes back you'll know that i was obsessed with it (laughs) unfortunately (laughs) for me but yeah honestly one thank you for getting that asterisk that we did gain timmy He's back in our good graces because of it. Um, Yeah, I mean, I kind of imagine that also when you said that as like, this is shitty, but like when the Oscars play like the in memoriam thing, like I imagine imagine that as you said, like Lily Rose and Timmy and Jeffree Star and Nathan, but I'm honestly, I'm excited to see who breaks up next. (laughs) Shut up. Oh my God. Give me life. I don't know. Who do you you have a night? 
Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. No, no, you go. Do you have an idea of who you think is next? Okay. I don't know why. I could be either so, so wrong or so, so correct. But I kind of have a feeling that, like, I don't know. if I, I was going to say Cole and Lily, but I feel like something weird's going to happen. Like, he's going to take, like, nudes of her. Maybe I think they're actually going to make it, though. I hate that about them. You know what I would really love to see? And this would really spice up the core drama while we're all bored at home. And there have been rumors that they've been getting into fights, which adds up. Kim and Kanye. Oh. Which makes a lot of sense. Because if you think about two people that have independent empires and like thriving careers, those personalities quarantined under the same household must be wild. Right. And he is a Gemini and she is a Libra. And that's a lot of energy. That is a lot of energy. As a Gemini myself, I know that I'm a lot to handle. Okay, fucking Kanye. I see you. (laughs) Okay, so is there anyone that you think is going to break up next? Okay, without starting any drama, too much drama. I love to start just an ounce of drama. Um, I'm actually hoping that Portia and Ellen call it. Whoa. And I've been I've been wanting that for a while now for personal reasons. Leaning toward Portia and not Ellen, but I think I'm about ready for like an Ellen reboot. And I'm just gonna say that and put it out in the air and like have everyone else have a think on that and what that means. That makes sense to me. I could see that happening. And I think that would be good for the both of them. I think so too. A little space. You know who I think is gonna get closer than ever before? Who? Oprah and Stedman. <laughs> Thank you for believing in black love, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, Stedman, and Gail are having the best sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're having the best orgy. I love that for them. Well, I mean, I guess tune in next week to see who the fuck breaks up then. Thank you to all the girls and the gays for listening in quarantine. We will be back with a new episode next week, so keep listening for us. And if you love internet-y or even slightly enjoy it, and absolutely if you fucking hate it, please be sure to like, subscribe, and share with your friends. See you next week. Bye.